intros and you guys fucking giggling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my lord. <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> I love it. What were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ, the BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. It's where it's going. Zero six, zero, zero six, zero six. Zero six. The mark of Take the out the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. Uh, <laughs> She's like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. I uh, still am trying to figure out what I'm doing on these intros. Maybe I'll... Uh, it's organic. Yeah, I guess that's true. Just let it be. Um, if it was kind of the same every time, it'd be like, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a that's an inside joke. A L- little inside hi, baseball. Mark. Welcome yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> this is episode 3938. Hey. No, um great stuff though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, um so dude, we had a uh um really sort of interesting week turnout. I mean, the last few weeks have been pretty insane. I mean, we uh um you know, are are what like 3 weeks out of uh um, you know, George Floyd's murder and, and Minneapolis essentially burned to the ground. Yeah. Um, he just had his funeral a few days ago. Yeah. Um, which I was just thinking to myself, um, and BJ, is there a way we can look this up? Did they burn down a uh, galactic pizza in Minneapolis? Is there, I, I don't know how you would look that up, but is that the pizza that is, uh, that toy story used? Like, no, is that it's not was- pizza planet. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, it's okay. not Pizza Planet. It's uh, a close. Galactic Pizza is um, this awesome place in – I've only ever seen it in uh, Minneapolis, and I think they only had a couple of uh, uh, locations, but they only served six pizzas. They didn't have all these different toppings. They didn't have a customized. The best places. But here's the thing is they had all their recipes um, – uh, and like it was, you know, called Galactic, so it was like all space themed, and it was like, uh, um, uh, like they gave you 3D glasses to read the menu, and oh, you, 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 you could read it without uh, uh, 3D glasses, um, uh, but like, um, it would have hidden messages if you did have the 3D glasses. No, not a fan. Not a fan. What'd you just open up there? A mango Corona. He just made hard a, he just he just made a uh, face that I've never seen Nick make before Bitter. when he took a drink of a mango Corona seltzer, and I'm like, well, I mean, I've had some of the Corona seltzers; they're, yeah, they're not that bad. I, I mean, I'm I'm be. enjoying this Founders uh, Dirty Bastard. Um, dirty Bastard. Yeah. Hey. You low down, dirty bastard. You low down, dirty bastard. And uh, one was not burned down. Okay, so one was burned down. Was not. Oh, gotcha. I know there are a couple of them, but at least I mean, if one of them survived, I'm happy about that. Well, anyway, it sucks that 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 happened. Um, 
but uh, uh, yeah, they would deliver. Um, why I said that is so cool. You would order the pizza. They would deliver it in a red space outfit, kind of like Mork and Mindy. <laughs> yeah, they, they would pull that up to your door dope. in like a smart car or like a um, scooter. Like, Kids probably loved it. Dude, uh, dude, seriously, like I feel so bad for um, – I feel so bad for uh, um, the city of Minneapolis not only because of, you know, um, the event that took place there but also what came out of it. And, you know, you, you certainly can't argue um, uh, it's galactic like uh, – um, that yeah, looks yeah. fucking phenomenal. That did though. look delicious, though. What is that? Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, Minneapolis is seriously one of the cleanest cities I've ever seen. I've been to a lot of cities, and Minneapolis is by far one of the cleanest. Um, uh, and uh, it's it, a, a beautiful city, and it sucks that that happened to it. Um, was that the correct spelling? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. Um, God, please tell me it. Uh, it survived. Um, yeah, it still looks up. like it. Hey, come right. on now. You know they ain't gonna burn that shit down. Man, they burned down like an iconic. Uh, um, Do you so when we say they liquor store? Who 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 is they? Is it is it protesters? Is I, it people outside I, of the protesting? Is it is it a group of people that are trying to make it look like these are protesters? Energy weapons. Well, we, uh, it could be a lot of things. We had stores. Um, Dave downstairs. He, his stores are in up there. He has stores up there. Mm. So afterwards, you can ask him. Like, there's a lot of footage and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've, I, we've talked about it on a few podcasts. I've seen sto- footage. Of- I've had, I had a store broken into a couple of nights ago. <clears throat> yeah, in down in Indy. No, it was on the outskirts because what's going on is there's been four distracted all the attention. Oh, I'll, I'll tell the story real fast. So basically, I get a call at twelve thirty. Hey, the alarm's going off. Can you go down there? Cops are on site, so I pull up the cameras because I can pull up cameras on my phone. It's pretty cool. And I was like, oh, crap, there's a big hole in that door. So I go down there. I grab my son. He's 16. I was like, I just taken some NyQuil to go to sleep. I just fell asleep. And I was like, hey, you might need to drive back or something. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so we get down there, and there's a huge hole. Um, one officer's there, and um, he's like, do you have a key? And I was like, yeah. So I pulled out like 12 keys. He's like, do you know which one it is? I was like, I don't work at this location. I just have a key. (laughs) So I opened up, he pulls out his gun, goes back and looks or whatever. No one's in there. Then like seven squad cars pull up. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. And I said, this is on 38th street. Downtown 38th, um, pretty close to 38th and, uh, right by the state fairgrounds. Oh yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. It's, uh, four blocks east of the state fairgrounds okay not the nicest place in the world um so i'm like hey do you guys know anybody who boards up windows he gives me the number and i call the guy he goes yeah we're not allowed to come out during the curfew i'm like what do you mean he's like we can't board it up i was like i have a huge hole in 38th street in my window and he goes there's nothing i can really do and i was like all right i appreciate it so i go talk to the cops i'm like hey can you guys stick around here while we try to clean this glass up? And he's like, yeah, we really don't have the manpower to stick around and hang out. I go, it's 38th street. I'm driving a Lexus, not to be arrogant. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. And you just want me to hang out here at one 30 in the morning by myself. He's like, we'll drive back by a check on you. 
Jesus. So me and my son just tear the sword apart to find stuff to slam against the wall, set the alarm, and we're gone. Yeah. But that's literally what he said. Like, yeah, we don't we don't have the manpower. I go, there's like 12 of you sitting out here a minute ago for yeah. an hour doing nothing. Yeah. Now I'm asking you for my safety. You're like, nah, do what you need to do. So that's yeah. kind of an interesting segue because up in Minneapolis, they're basically calling for no police. Well, they, they've already dismantled the police department. Which or or have taken the steps to do so. Which if are they talking about getting new uh, police officers in? Are they or are they like I don't know talking about a lawless type of community or is it going to be well? I like mean, a it, security it, it, the, enforced. The state the state still has laws, but you know a law is only as strong as its enforcement. And, right, and so um, you know. <sighs> I don't know, dude. It's it's uh it's it's uh. I kind of see it as a test. I have for a hard Big time. Brother. I mean, like, well, sure, but it, and also it's a test for self governance. You know, one of the big, um, you know, uh, arguments toward, you know, or against, I guess, libertarianism is the fact that not the fact that, but the idea that, um, you know, people can't generally govern themselves; that they need to that they need to be governed and i guess we're gonna find out i you know what i mean like you know um now certainly there probably are more um you know uh copacetic ways of going about that sort of thing you know to to just completely um remove your police force um although a lot of them did quit like 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 don't get me wrong the, a lot of them did quit however the city council did vote to dismantle it and uh um you know it seems like a lot of people in the Minneapolis PD had you know maybe something to hide maybe not i i, I don't know I, I i would be completely speculating if i spoke on that um but but i also refuse to make generalizations um but that's a, it's just something that's hard for me to grasp well if it's anything like watchmen I know why they quit. No. That movie is, or that show is, if it is even an inkling, if there is even an inkling of truth behind it, it's very, very disturbing. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but basically. No. It, it, it is kind of what's going on. Have I ever, right have, have I said yes? You haven't, no, you in know. The, no. So in, I don't even know why I ask anymore yeah, if yeah, you've you, watched you, anything. I'm just going to You asked me, like, like, since I, you know, stopped and gotcha. <laughs> We <laughs> you've asked me about like four or five shows. And this like, is okay. What about hunters? Um, it's about it's about Nazi hunters. Oh no, I've heard of it, and I'd like to watch it, but I don't have Amazon Prime to eat to even watch it. Well, I'll give you. So my... So it's not like I'm just not doing. I'll it. I'll give you my stuff. All right, uh, but I uh, the last show I did indulge in, I've been uh, really into. I watched Dave. Um, which is a hilarious show, fantastic show for any little you are such a fans. comedian. Any little Dicky fans out there? Dave is a great, great show to watch. Even if you're not a little Dicky fan, like he's he's actually like pretty funny in it, and there's some cool cameos. And Andrew Santino's hilarious in it. All of his like skits on his albums are are like they're they're always really funny. yeah. He's got a he's got a unique comedy mind, and I love the way that he incorporates that into his music. Um, he has an awesome <coughs> song about like the '90s culture that is just hits home with me yeah. like it, it just is literally childhood for us he, so he really embraces his uh jewism mm -hmm. he is a very proud which Jew. i i think you're i think you're you know doing yourself a disservice if you don't you know own your who you are 
in yeah, uh, sure. in in anything anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, um, now obviously when people own who they are, that can be a very bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but at the same time, uh, hopefully they're they're you know a bad enough person to not pay attention to. But at this, but if you're getting into it, you need to be genuine about it. I guess is what I'm trying to say without yeah. rambling that I am anyway. Um, this dirty bastard is a, it's a dirty bastard. It's man. a, it's a, it's a dirty bastard. All right. It's not old yet. Hey, dirty. That's what this would be. <laughs> or actually it's a Scotch style. I also would be Scotch. Yeah. Scotch, it, it Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. It'd be, uh, dirty. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> yes, dirty. That's a dirty bastard. That's stupid oh as hell. My God. I can't believe I just did that into a microphone. Yeah, I was going to attempt it, and I'm just not even. Yeah, nowhere near. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, so, so you your original question was who, you know, who burned it down? I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I I only know what I'm shown, and so you know. I take most of that with a grain of salt. Some yeah. of it's crazy. You know what I mean? Some of it is beyond like really the, the if we were to see this and and we the closest thing I think that we've seen to this that I've heard people talk about anyway, um notably would be, you know, following, you know, um the beating of Rodney King. And he survived. And I think we touched on that last week. But, like, um, if we had seen the things that were on Snapchat videos, the things that were on viral videos, you would not have seen a man die on film. I mean, you know, uh, um, I don't know. It's just something that today we're we're desensitized to is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And before it got, like, the video got really big, I was watching it and... I literally said to myself, did I just witness somebody die on yeah. a video? Yeah. What the hell, man? That's insane. Like what what we what our kids are used to and are comfortable with today is nowhere near <coughs> what you and I were used to and comfortable with sure. when we were their age. And here's the conundrum with that in the catch twenty two is that if they don't have an exposure to that now from a, from a young age, when they do get old enough, it'll be that much harsher. Mm-hmm. Like like the first time they see it, it'll, it'll be that much harsher. Yeah. Like like you know, it's it, it's I I'm not a parent, and so I guess I'm kind of just observing this from like this ten thousand foot view. But like, um, I think that normalizing the insanity of the world is the only way to like. You know, not as not, when I say normalize it doesn't mean like replicate it in your own life, but to not hide it or yeah. be like, because you know, and making I, it a part of everyday media. When we were kids, we were told to uh, sit in the other room and yep. while the news was on. Yep. Like th- th- there were times where my mom would not let me watch the news, and uh, um, you know, she she at the time was uh, uh, doing her best to to protect me. Um, but, you know, being kind of I, – I was never really kept from that, but then 9-11 happened, and I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Wait, what the fuck? You know, um, not that I, you know, didn't have any understanding of, like – of course, we were, what, 12? 
Seventh grade. Twelve, thirteen. Yeah. It, so it all started on June first, nineteen eighty. Do you know what that date was? No. CNN went twenty four hours. Oh uh, yeah. Because nineteen ninety two, I got to see the war. Yep. So I was like twelve years old, got to see the war. And, you know, yep. it's like, oh wow, that's a real war. Yep. And then we got to see. It wasn't. It, it wasn't Walter Cronkite giving you the important details of yep. the day. It was a hairpiece. Yeah. It was now a. Uh, it, it it was now a not a journalist but a uh, broadcaster that was yeah that was entertaining people with the news like w- w- once it became twenty four seven they had to fill twenty four hours worth of TV yeah on June first nineteen eighty CNN cable's new network um, the world's first twenty four hour television news network made its debut the network signed on from its headquarters in in Georgia with the lead story about the attempted assassination of civil rights leader Vernon Jordan. Wow, that was like their first big mm-hmm. break. That was their, that was the, that was their lead story for the night. Interesting. On June first. On June first. Their first day, they have a big breaking news story. Yep. What are the odds? Hmm. Interesting. <sighs> Immediately, day one validated. Why do we need a twenty? I guarantee people. Their biggest hesitation was why do we need a twenty-four hour news network? Why not have day one? You know, you know one of Nazi Germany's biggest. That's just where my mind goes. My mind can't not go there. I don't mean to interrupt you, but like I don't mean to sound insensitive to to Vernon Jordan, but like, you know, he, he didn't die, so was, yeah. oh, okay, cool. See, I, yeah, There's no I, insensitivity I, there. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> but uh, sorry, you got sh- attacked. Nazi. Uh, what what what's interesting about what he just said is when twenty four hour news went on. That that that's when the desensitization. Uh, the what? The desensitization. The desensitization. Nice. Of, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we do it to each other. Yeah, we we both had tang tungles on the way down here, so like, now it's just a fun thing. <laughs> um, but one of the things they did is they broadcasted uh, media feeds. Yeah. And obviously, TV wasn't a huge thing back then, but for those who had TV, it was a constant. Uh, update on whatever it is that they were broadcasting um music was a big part of nazi germany and that's how they got a lot of their i guess propaganda for lack of a better word that's how they got their propaganda out there and i just i sit back and i'm just like observing everything that's going on and remember how we brought so many nazi scientists over here Yep. Like and and not to mention that um I read a uh uh um like like a retrospective piece someone talking about um the brown shirts of the uh, uh of the Nazi party they would they used to um attack and loot Jewish owned businesses. Yep. And um they couldn't be stopped because they the local law enforcement were told to stand down mm-hmm. that is um that is that that was a uh um now that was prior to the prior to the actual takeover of hitler in germany but um that was a very real thing that happened um and uh yeah so not the, i guess where i'm getting at is nazi scientists were some of the most intelligent scientists 
to ever walk this earth. Um, our CEOs are some of the most intelligent CEOs, some of the most intelligent people uh, in this world. And I just don't see how. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know what that was. I thought it was my stomach growling. And then I'm like, it's a, dog. it's a dog. I just don't see how these Nazi scientists just stayed Nazi scientists with the way that the world works, the way that, you, that the United States works. They got a fresh start. You know, everything that is happening right now is not much different from Nazi Germany. Other than the fact that we're not, we don't have gas chambers that we're putting people in. No, instead, they're just being institutionalized, whether that be by mental disorder or your color of skin or where you live or yeah. whatever it might be. I just, I don't see a huge difference. Uh, uh, the illusion of freedom, you know, we get to do what we want to do on a daily basis. The, the, one, big, the one big difference be, between that and now is the internet. That's the that's the difference between then and now. Now we have we can do something about it. The the internet gives back back in the during the Holocaust, you know, there was no internet for um, captive um, Jews to to communicate with one another and um, you know b organize and build a resistance. And now there is, and which is. But but wait, wait, but wait, is there though? Seen, huh? well, is I'm, there? Because think of think of think of the people who not are in the so comfortable. Not in the mainstream, maybe. Well, I'm I'm not even really talking about that. But think of the people who are so comfortable at in their life and what they're doing. What if these people were so smart that they knew because of psychology? And this is where I'm getting a lot of like how I'm coming up with a lot of this stuff. I I've taken several 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 psychology classes. And they so they knew that if they gave people things, they gave people choices, these people could make choices, but they knew that they would cap these choices, like based on what we're giving you, based on where you're living, your choices will only go this far because everything is ran off of money and we will control that. We will make that. We will create the market. We will create the bubble. We will do all that. But you won't know that because you will be so blind to the fact of your uh, lack of freedom by us giving you what you think is freedom. Yeah. And so that's, that is, I guess where my mind, like where the conundrum is because I know people like that. Yeah. I know. I mean, look, it's look at the system. How many people are on welfare that do not want to get off welfare? I could, if, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said, man, I don't know if I really want to take that job. Cause I'll lose my disability. I'll lose this. I'll lose that. Like, you will make so much more money if you're not on disability. And yeah. then when you really do need that disability, you can get back on it. Yeah. But why not make as much money as you can get yourself in the, in the best position possible so that when you truly are disabled, you can use that money, but then you have all this other money saved up. Yeah. But people, the dis, the, the illusion of freedom has, has I believe taken, taken reality from, from some people and, what 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 you're saying you're 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 right we we do have the internet and that's there but i i just feel like there's more people that they have gotten to yeah. uh and and they have made comfortable that sure. at this point it's it's so hard to change their minds uh, america almost has stockholm syndrome right now there uh, a, a lot of people in america are so in love with their captor that they would mm. that they'll stick with their captor till the end mm -hmm. 
Um, it's an ego thing too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's very. I, yeah, I, I made this decision. I made this vote. This is the person I voted for. Subconsciously, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. be wrong, and I, I, I can't go against my vote because yeah. then if I go against my vote, then I'll be wrong, and I don't want people to think I'm wrong because then people won't like me, and yeah. then it gets into tribalism and yeah. all kinds of other stuff. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, it all. Uh, is it is very very wild but um you know they say covid's coming back i don't know if that's yeah apparently this has been a spike in cases be a thing. Yeah. you know what's interesting i live right by a nurse also h- how did 4000 people get um tested and uh test results back and reported and written on in 3 days yeah, it usually takes longer, or it, it used to take longer than that. Well, I mean, it, the test itself takes 24 hours. That doesn't include shipping to a facility, mm-hmm. shipping back, um, whatever delays, may, how system. backed up, how backed up that place is. There's, it just makes no sense that 4,000 people all of a sudden can get tested and can have their test results examined and all back to them within three days. Yeah. But. Go ahead. But I I live next to a nurse, and she said that they're getting ready to go back to. She's getting ready to go back to her n- normal job, mm. and she will. Uh, uh, she's seen a significant <coughs> difference in um, cases. Like they, the the number has dropped significantly. I can't remember the number that she told me. Yeah. But she said it was like she she said it's almost like disappeared. Like yeah. Like it just vanished at at some point. So it's interesting that all these uh, cases have spiked. Um, I live in a pretty highly populated area. Um, I have rarely worn my and, mask. And, and I've honestly, never... man, they, they've said for a long time that like the heat will have a killing effect on it. The, like viruses don't thrive in the heat, you know, and it's, it's about to like summer starts in 10 days. Like, um, so, you know. Um, it's, it's been very, very hot here and, and also in most of the country and, you know, I don't know. I, I, uh, I always try to err on the side of caution, but when, you know, there's been such a spike in, in suicide deaths, there's been such a spike in child abuse, such a spike in domestic abuse. There's been such a, um, you know, divorce rates are going up. There are so many collateral, uh, so many collateral, um, da- I guess, damages is the is the right way to say. It. So, so so much collateral damage surrounding that massive shutdown of the economy that um, you know th- th- there's no way that people will allow that again. And you know, I was actually having a conversation about this uh, not too long ago um, with a very, um, uh, you know. If a white jet, if a white coat doesn't say it, I'm not into it. Sort of situation, um, and uh, we were talking about that very thing about how you know shutting down the economy is the only way to be safe. And I'm like, look, when we shut down the economy the first time, that was an agreement between the people and the government. The government asked the people, "Will you please shut down your places of businesses?" so that we can flatten this curve. Most everyone complied right away. And most everyone shut down as quickly as they could and were closed for at least a few weeks before some businesses were like, hey, come on. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. 
and then the curve got flattened and we were still closed. And then at this point, it's like, okay, so now what are we doing? How do we do this? And then um, they start having protests against the closure and those get shut down. And then um, everything kind of starts to die down two, three months in. And then all of a sudden um, the George Floyd thing happens and uh, it becomes one of those situations where they say, now you can get into the streets if you want to protest, but you can't open your business. And then that's where you lose me. You, you mm-hmm. kind you kind of had me with the whole safety thing up until that point. We flattened the curve. I'm willing to take, you know, I'm, I'm personally not a, I mean, as a, as a comedian and musician, technically I, I'm, have some small businesses uh but they're about as small as you can get like (laughs) i don't make near enough money to have to file a tax return i'll tell you that much but like uh, um but like um you know there are people that are thoroughly missing out on their livelihood and they get one twelve hundred dollar check people get sick of it so if they try to shut down the economy again i don't think the people will be as easy as easy to let that happen no. And then no. the state's going to try to enforce, and then, you know. They'll have to cause some kind of fear, panic. Yeah. Some some type of panic that'll make the people want to. But wanna we don't want down. you to panic at home. That's what we don't want you to do. We're here for you. We're breaking it down, giving you the, as much of the, you know, as many Different, perspectives yes. a, as we can find. You get, you know, a lot of perspectives from your normal sources. We are not experts. We do not claim any moral um, high ground. We don't claim any uh, expertise, but, uh, you know, we just want you to think for yourselves. We definitely don't claim to be right. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's just um, a different perspective. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, the email is uh, unclebuckshouse at gmail.com, and uh, I'd be happy to read uh, any redaction that folks send in. I'm sure there are plenty if someone felt like uh, looking them up. Um, you want to see some funny shit? Uh, or actually, you that, had a video, right? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. coronavirus. Yeah, let's do that, let's and then we'll do, we'll do the funny shit after. So they're talking about a coronavirus uh, vaccine by the end of this year. Um, this video, it's about five minutes long. I don't know that we'll watch all of it, but um, uh, this was on, I think it was LA Times is, is, is who made the post, but Dr. Fauci's on there. And he explains basically what we have to have in the timetable, uh, along with another doctor on there. So, gotta love the ad. What's the worst thing that happens? I get COVID. This is Andrew Rubin. He's part of a human trial to test the effectiveness of a vaccine against COVID-19. Starting the process for my last vaccine injection. Pretty excited to be over with this. This vaccine is produced by Pfizer and BioNTech, but there Since are I grew this third arm around the world that are working to get a vaccine as soon as possible. <laughs> Pfizer Thanks. shocker. Yeah. She said there's like 130 other facilities that are are companies that are trying to if make in vaccines. In fact, this too. vaccine will be effective. I believe we can have it available for people by the end of this calendar year and the beginning of the coming year. So I'm wondering... What it depends it on when he can gal- get out from underneath that Keebler elf tree. And what's the likelihood <laughs> that it would happen by early next year? First, you have to create a vaccine that works. 
Traditionally, we've created vaccines by injecting a weakened or inactivated form of a virus into someone's body to produce an immune response. The body responds by developing antibodies, just as in the case of an actual infectious disease. But recently, people have been excited about a new type of vaccine using messenger RNA or mRNA. Because scientists sequence the virus early on, we can recreate it in a lab. We make the RNA in the laboratory, we manufacture it, and then we put it in a syringe with a needle and inject it in your arm. That RNA then travels to cells, our own cells. The mRNA inserted into your body uses your own cells to create a piece of the virus. In this case, that spike protein that you see in all those pictures of the coronavirus. So we would no longer get, get a dead virus put in us. <laughs> the RNA machinery. goes into your cells and creates antibodies based the on protein. The, the coronavirus. The body responds by making antibodies for T cells. And if I get challenged by the real virus, the body remembers that signature and it makes more of those antibody and and T-cells and it kills the virus before it can kill me. So your body becomes the factory that produces the proteins in the antibodies to fight the coronavirus. That RNA technology, that's the test that Andrew did. If this works, this will be the first time we've done this in humans. Injection, vaccine given. I sit around here, wait about 30 minutes to make sure I don't have any instant reactions to the vaccines that would be dangerous. But this is just one type of vaccine, and scientists are working on lots of other vaccine methods. Keep in mind that in the last 25 years, the FDA has only approved seven vaccines, and Ebola vaccine was approved just last year, three years after the epidemic in West Africa ended. That's the point. <laughs> in a recent hearing, Senator Mitt Romney asked Dr. Fauci how likely it would be that we would get a vaccine for COVID-19. Likely is it? I mean, is it extremely likely we're going to get a vaccine within a year or two? The very fact that the body is capable of spontaneously clearing the virus tells me that at least from a conceptual standpoint, we can stimulate the body with a vaccine that would induce a similar response. So although there's no guarantee, I think it clearly that somewhere within that time frame, we will get a vaccine for this virus. Commercial laboratories make possible. Wait a minute, hold on, pause this real quick. That meet Did he just say because the body can spontaneously rid itself of this? Like because it can do that naturally, that it needs a vaccine to do it. That's like saying because my car runs on gasoline, I'm gonna put rocket fuel in it to make it go faster. It doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it, 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 it's, it like it's like it's like a it's a completely different thing. I mean, yeah. I I I mean it it sounds cool. I mean, <laughs> I, I I I love the idea um, of not just putting the dead virus in you. I mean, yeah. I, I I I like that idea a lot. But so so what did they say the mRNA was? Was that just manufactured RNA? Is that what it, that stood for? Yeah, it's basically genetically it's basically a genetically modified gene sequence of the coronavirus my biggest skepticism regarding this is who's making that mrna and it would be companies like pfizer pfizer yeah, yeah exactly and that probably have share uh board members with you oh, know the sure. likes of microsoft and you know um that sort of thing and so that that might be my only skepticism there but i i like the fact that they're not injecting dead viruses i feel like yeah well, and they know. there was that one point where they think that this could possibly be a bacterial cause yeah. of the 
oh, excuse me, of the coronavirus. So if they did inject it, they're it's not gonna it's not no. gonna do the same thing if it Absolutely. does have a bacterial response. <laughs> and we're over here uh, we're over here burping because we don't normally drink during podcasts, no, but never. like we decided to have. Uh, I'm on my third beer, and I think we're like 12 minutes into the podcast. So uh, oh, apparently really? we're a lot gonna... further into the podcast than that. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm. I, uh, <laughs> it's exaggerating. Um, maybe I don't know. What what even year is it? I don't know. I, time is a time is more relative now than ever. Like seriously, yeah. It, it, it seems to speed up and slow down at rates that I don't. I'm pretty sure recognize. that the world ended back in 2012. With we the, are in a new dimension. I mentioned that to my mom and her friends, the Higgs boson and the whole particle <laughs> collider thing, and they're just like, yeah, okay. And uh, <laughs> they started talking about something else. I'm like, so did you try the wine? Isn't it fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they I tried like the it. Uh, they'd, been, they, they'd, had, they'd had some, which is why I thought I could throw it on them because they'd had some wine. Dude, dip. Oh, I want some of that dip. That California dip? <sighs> Dude, she's we we had some Swiss uh, Swissy spread. You ever had Swissy spread? No. It's a uh, Swiss cheese spread. I'm sure. Well, it's a uh, shredded Swiss cheese, um, and uh, I believe uh, cottage cheese and um, uh, some. I believe oregano. I believe, and you just kind of mix it all up, and it uh, you can dip crackers and delicious. Absolutely delicious. That sounds fantastic. And you put it in the fridge, so it's super cold, and you just it's just great for the summer. Um, but it's one of my favorite things just to have in general. Oh, and chopped celery. Chopped celery in there, too, for some crunch. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds delicious. We did, and, uh, we, we did have a question. Okay. Um, someone sent me one. Um, have you guys lost any social media friends since uh, things have elevated? Probably. I honestly, not that I know of. I saw a drop. But probably. <laughs> I, I saw a drop. <clears throat> And Instagram followers, and then I saw an increase. Like, like, like I dropped like twelve, and then got like fifteen. I'm glad you brought that up because what's interesting is how NASCAR has decided to completely ban the Confederate flag, and I feel yeah. like they're throwing away the majority of their fan base. Yeah, I, I they've don't... already they already they already talked about this. There was a thing that said, "Please refrain from bringing this flag in." And then people would fold it up, put it in their cooler, or their backpack, or whatever. So yeah. they kind of started it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was reading up on that, but like, oh, that was the post that I saw where I where I couldn't believe uh, it was the driver who has the car that's going to be saying Black Lives Matter, right? It's a Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace, right? And then, someone, which is just a dope name. Race car drivers have some of the coolest names. I'm just, go, go ahead. <laughs> I love the name. And and. I saw this post of someone from my hometown, which is not known for his diversity, of course. And then I saw someone just put underneath there, just put monkey. That's it. Not Jesus why he was upset Christ. or nothing. I was just like, so I started a um, te- text message between my two close friends, uh, Jeremy and AP, uh, Moy and AP. And I, I was like, I was like, I, I think this is racist. It's that game you used to play. Is this racist or Natasha? <laughs> yeah. Is it racist? So I also have another one that, um, uh, let's see here. Is this racist or not? Um, <clears throat> if they're taking down all the monument statues, they need to take down the MLK statues. That would be cool. First, yeah. I don't know if there's any statues. 
Well, I mean, ra- racist or not, it's it's illogical. Yeah, that. I I mean, makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Because this person's not known for their critical thinking. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, apparently, I uh, Buck, you've actually met this person. Oh shit. You didn't bring him to me. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm goddamn right, I didn't. You are damn right. Yeah, no, I. Uh, that's. Yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, that just doesn't make any sense to me. And like, look, when it comes to the whole monuments thing, like, here's the thing. Okay, you want to get rid of the Confederacy monuments. Whatever. It's up to the people in those communities that have to look at those monuments every day to decide what they want to do with them. And, um, you know, maybe they should have been taken down a long time ago. A lot of people have differing opinions on that. And if the people want to take them down now, then that's up to the people. Um, But when it comes to when your motivation is to correct the now... Or, or to to justify the now by by thinking that you're fixing the past. Whether you take down a monument or not doesn't mean that they didn't fight an entire war over slavery. Right. You know the 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 Confederacy. Um, you know, uh, I I have no pride within the Confederacy. I have no. Um, you know, I, I have no dog in that fight at all. I, I not only am from the, the West and the North, but you know, um, they fucking lost. <laughs> like they yeah. got, they, they yeah. got their asses kicked. Like, you know, um, you, you can have Southern hospitality without fighting to keep slaves. And so, you know, I, I really don't mind if you're, you know, um, going to go after the, the, the traders that are the confederacy um that really doesn't bother me but i saw someone post today you know about potentially going after mount rushmore next and i'm like who would do that uh apparently people that are just needing to destroy the past to fix the future and it's like you know i i can understand taking down the confederacy but like george washington and and thomas jefferson did own slaves they were um, white men in the um, 18th century. And um, while that is a morally reprehensible thing to do now, it it didn't, that was, it was a completely different world. Yeah. It, 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 it was a completely different world. And to negate the fact that, you know, George Washington led the Revolutionary Army against you know, a massive, a massive foe to bring independence and freedom to the country that you're allowed to protest in, you know, to, to completely negate that, um, for that is something that, you know, I have a hard time, um, you know, justifying and, it's not me to call it justification. It's, it's simply one man's opinion. And I don't have experiences that some other people do who differ with my opinion. And I understand that. And that's fine. Um, but I think that there is a huge value in being a citizen in the freest country in the world. Yeah. And with, with all the oppression we have, we're still the most free. And that's what I want people to realize. If there's oppression to be fixed, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. But um, the same oppression in any other location um, uh, is not fightable, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, we're 
the United States is the basis of that kind of stuff. If if we do it, then others. There's nothing do more it. American than protesting, which is ultimately the point. And and personally, I mean, George Washington fought for the North. He had slaves because at that point in time, slaves had been here for quite a while. And what were they going to do? If you read uh, a lot of the, uh, what was dude's name? God, I was just talking about him and I cannot believe I forgot his name. George Washington Carver. Okay. If you read his journals, and this dude had an IQ out of this world, he was not treated as a slave. He was considered a servant at the house because that's what his family did. That's what the family did before that. That's what the family did before that part of the family. Like they had been in this world for so long that they had no other means of doing anything else. Yeah. George Washington's George Washington's slaves for the most part lived a pretty glorious life. And then they were also being educated in the north. These quote unquote slaves. Yeah. In my opinion, they, they were more servants, the ones that wrote these um autobiographies i guess if you will yeah well um but it was like that stuff takes time george washington wasn't going to free slaves and it be a free world for all of them that kind of stuff takes time first they have to be educated they have to know where to go once they're free and and so in my opinion he was the beginning uh of the end well, I mean, it, slavery. It, he was our first president. It took 16 to end slavery. It yeah. Took, uh, Abraham Lincoln also on uh, Mount Rushmore. Um, Ended. Some, uh, yeah, some he, yeah, he abolished the, the uh, 13th Amendment. and uh, or, or he passed the 13th Amendment to abolish slavery is what I meant to say. Um, but, uh, uh, you know... Um, I don't know, man. I I I have always believed, and I've had a fascination in his with history, and I've always believed that you can never know where you want to go if you don't know where you've been, and um, you know, to not learn from your past dooms you to repeat it. I think. Yeah. Once they start burning books, then be worried. Well, they've losing already deleted some, YouTube accounts. So. Well, losing some monuments, losing some statues. That's a photo up. You know, if it's if it's in books. If if you've read it, save that. Like that's what's yeah. important. Yeah, the, the the monument thing is 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 symbolic. And, and right. I, and, yeah. And I get it. I get it. But there's and, no writing on those. I mean, some say this is the fallen soldier. Blah blah blah. Yeah. He lived to this day, that date, had this and that. But but the real story is in the history, and the history yeah. is in the books and in the media. And uh, when I say media, I don't I don't mean the news. Yeah. I mean like media sources, audio clips videos movies documentaries whatever when that stuff starts to be destroyed that's the problem that's yeah. a problem yeah for sure and you know um one thing that i i was listening to the uh um andrew schultz episode of joe rogan today um which is actually a, a fantastic episode not that you know people in podcasting world need to talk about joe rogan more but um andrew schultz made a great point he's like you know when, when an artist gets caught um doing something uh, wrong, whether it's, you know, just wrong to the public or, or wrong legally, you know, um, we tend to no longer consume their art. But what happens if a scientist, what if, what, what if the, you know, if it comes out that Pythagoras was a like horrible person, are we just going to stop using the Pythagorean theorem? 
if it comes out that Einstein, um, you know, uh, committed some crime or, or did some sort of heinous act where he's no longer going to believe that E equals MC squared, you know what I mean? Now, I also understand, you know, he also makes the point that, you know, art is something that you that is of you and that you make and that the same thing that did that crime made this art. And whereas science and math is something that has existed beforehand and you just simply discover it. Um, sometimes you make things, but at the same time, are we going to we can separate a scientist from their work, but we can't separate a, um, you know, artists from their art. And I, th I think that's an interesting distinction. You know, we all love NASA, but Warner von Braun was a Nazi. Right. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of gray area to be talked about in, mm -hmm. in, in all of that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things that we're here to do is to bring some bring some light to the gray areas. Mm -hmm. So you want to see some funny shit? I do. Let's see some funny shit. I've got a couple Instagram accounts. One of them you probably know of because you've seen him come across your, your Instagram story. All right, go down just a little bit. There's one. Um, uh, for, for those of you that don't know, this is uh, Leslie Jordan's uh, Instagram account. It's <laughs> really um, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's uh. one... Jeez, where is it? Is he a comedian? Uh, I don't know, but he's hilarious. I wish he would do. He's some... an actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is he acted in? I know I've seen him before. He was in American Horror Story. Did he um, play, he what did he play in that? Uh, he was in like the Lady Gaga Hotel one. Um, there's uh, where is hmm. okay. All right, that one uh, right there in the middle on the right, where he's kind of got a mug up to his mouth. And I love the fact that he starts every video with, hey, y'all, well, shit, what y'all do you win? And it's, uh, it's just so damn funny. Hello. Hello. Hunker Downers. I'm back in California. I got to sleep in my own bed. I know we're not supposed to move around, but I took care of my mother for a full month and my sisters. I thought I'm going to be back here and, uh, hunker down all by myself, but I've decided I'm going to make me a chicken dinner tonight. I'm going to roast a chicken, put a pretty tablecloth on, and then, you know, it'll just be me, but I can't wait for the day when I can invite people and say, come on over. <laughs> Sit on that cock. <laughs> no, 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 my mama's going to see this nasty rooster. <laughs> Sit on that beautifully embroidered rooster. <laughs> I'm gonna have that nasty talk in my house. You hear me? I'll wash your mouth out. Hello, <laughs> hello. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if you if you have an Instagram and you don't follow Leslie Jordan, you need to. Um, there's one more. Uh, you know, I saw one where he was telling a joke. I had no idea who he was, but it, the joke was hilarious. Oh, I, 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 yeah. I don't I, know I think what I video know that joke. was. Um, uh, yeah, he was talking about like, where are we right now? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Um, but yeah, so the next page, the next Instagram has been, uh, really hilarious for me. And this is probably like my favorite thing about Instagram right now. And it's called VCR of Death. And what it is, is it is, a bunch of these bizarre, it's like digitized 
VCR clips of just death from old movies, like the way they died in old movies. And the one that I cannot stop laughing at is the one uh, all the way to the left in the middle with the police officer swinging the girl on the swing set. <laughs> oh, my God. You need to see this. He's just swinging her. And it just... <laughs> oh, my God. So for those of you at home... You can tell uh, it's a dummy. T- yeah. <laughs> the legs just go limp. Yeah, so like right he goes there. to push her on a swing and she like is clearly a doll. <laughs> and she goes flying in the air like she's going to land on the oh fence. Oh my god. What and movie would do that? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, th- there's some other really funny ones. Let's go down here a little bit. Um, oh, is that um, the, the the one in the middle with the, with the messed up face? Is that from... Uh, Indiana Jones? Oh, no. I no. was going to say Indiana oh. Jones. It was... Uh, the movie with Bruce, um, Evil Dead. Oh, oh, no, I, I don't know. I don't think no, so. That's a little older. That almost looks like The Fly. Yeah, uh, kind of. I, I, I don't think that's what it's from though. Go, go down just a little bit. There's another one. Um, the Jurassic one Park. in the. Oh wait, hold on. No, yep, right there in the middle to the right with the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. This guy's just walking along. Yep. I've seen this one. He's got like he's got a frisbee with blades on it. And he just straight up throws a frisbee and he goes to catch it. Boom! Cuts his hand off and gets in his neck and kills him. What the hell? Yeah. As someone who plays <laughs> he fist pumps. He does a Tiger Woods fist <laughs> pump. As someone who plays disc golf, there's no way. That an ultimate frisbee disc with regular blades on it, A, is going to be thrown fast enough to cut through someone's hand. And he was like 12 feet away. First of all, why the guy, why this random guy asked him to throw a disc, like throw the frisbee to him? Yeah, because he pulled it out of his bag. <laughs> yeah, he pulled it out of his bag like it was a weapon or something. This I is don't for know. the money guy, cops. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, what's the one in the middle there? It says Finn? That's got, that looks real messed up. Yeah, so VCR of death is what this uh, page is called. All right, so they're, like, running away from a gas station. These little kids, like, finally got away, and they're running to a dumpster, and they jump in for some reason. Oh, and there's a gun. Oh, shit. These guys threw a gun away, and these boys saw them do it, and they're going to get this gun out of the... Oh, it doesn't even show the gun. All right, that's... <laughs> oh, wow. The it doesn't even show the gun going off. It's just like Finn or the end. Interesting. Um, let's see. I, I want to see one or two more here. Go down just a little bit. Um, let's see the one on the uh, far right there with that lady... Just looks a little bit too coy. Yeah, let's see what's going on here. Look at me, Damien. Oh, it's from The Omen. She. Oh, she hangs herself. Oh, shit. What? Oh, my God, dude. All right. This is uh, definitely don't show this page to children. Whoa, we got us look at that one. What? The, the one, one on the bottom right. Oh, this is the one that they showed on Conan Looks all the like time. It's like a vagina. No, no, no the, the, this is the one. Yeah, this look, this. 
Yeah, a wheelchair? A kid, yeah, he loses control of his wheelchair. Oh my. oh my god! And he falls down. And then this alien's like... Yes. <laughs> so this, alien? this video uh, was a running joke on Conan. Paul Rudd? That's Paul Rudd? Well, okay. No, no, no. So Paul Rudd would go on Conan... And he'd be like, "Oh, you got a clip of your film? Let's uh, let's let, let's see a clip of your new film." And it'd be that. Oh my god! And, and so every time he would come back to Conan, the running joke was he'd be like, "Oh, you got a clip of your new film? Let's see it." And it'd be this. <laughs> so like, yeah, the, the, there's a there's yeah, like six or seven times he's on Conan, and every time he does a clip of his movie, it's that clip. I can't remember what movie it's from. Um, so what do they put a new death scene on every day or something? Just like different movie deaths from VS VCR films, uh, old movies. What's the one in the middle there? It looks like a doll with a machine gun. Or a shotgun, maybe? <laughs> oh, he's been shot in the stomach? Oh. It's a ventriloquist doll with a shotgun. Oh, oh my god that was, was a freaking mannequin it was the worst mannequin <laughs> i've ever seen oh my gosh oh jesus yeah but uh yeah, yeah. you guys want to see some of these hilarious and also the video footage is very well kept as uh, vcr quality um it all looks like shit uh <laughs> so yeah um all right let's uh bj picked out a funny video for us to break down today um, supposedly, um, who'd you say this was? This is Scott Khan off Hawaii Five-O. Oh, nice. Who's also an entourage. He's mm -hmm. been on, um, Bowler Room. Ready to Rumble. Ready he was to, yep. in that too. Yeah. He's one of those guys that everyone would, would recognize. Oh, he was also in Oceans 11. 12 really? and 13. 12 and 13. That's right. He was in he 11, played, 12, uh, and 13. Uh, Casey Affleck's brother in the movie. Yep. Oh, okay. These what, are the hooligans. You said he's rapping? Yep. Right there. I dig the beat. The beat is dope. I do have to say that. These are some goofy white kids, I'll tell you that much. Boy, they're sliding on blocks of ice. <laughs> What are they like? Twelve? So, who's who's the guy with him? Um, he's actually. Uh, shit. This beat, I love this beat. I can't help it. Yeah, I love these classic like '90s beats. But I do have to say, they are taking the Beastie Boys role, like. Yeah, it's it, it's uh it's Beastie Boys. <laughs> Like, this was back when people were wearing, like, shorts below their knees with socks that go above their knee. <laughs> so, like, you, really, you can't really see their legs. Oh, that's the Alchemist. Uh, that was Alchemist? That is Alchemist, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That's why I forgot to bring it up, yeah. Oh, my God. You know who the Alchemist is? Oh, yes, yeah, for sure. One of the greatest beats, beat practitioners. Yeah. Yo. And they're called the like hooligans? I, how yeah. long how long were they a group? Not very long. 
I mean, I gotta say, like, for some goofy white dudes rapping in the early to mid-90s, like, it could be worse. That's that's why they didn't blow. It was just the wrong time period. If they were in this time period, they would be a group right now. Oh, yeah. I can't believe they're sliding on ice cubes, though. Big that's ass actually ice hilarious. <laughs> it looks fun. I I'm bet pre- it's cooling as hell. I'm pretty sure DJ Muggs did this beat from uh, Cypress Hill. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that yeah, would make it, sense because they have a song with Be Real. Okay. Yeah, and I could see I could see them being with Cypress Hill. They met, trusty pal. they met as kids in Hollywood in uh, Beverly Hills. Interesting. Of course they did. But it makes me like relish like 90s culture. Like none of these people have cell phones. None of these people are talking to anyone other than the people around them. I can't believe this is Alchemist. <laughs> uh, when I'm sitting back listening to the words. It, it, I understand why Alchemist doesn't rap anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, this good. is great. This is a uh, this is an uncut gym right here. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I'm not I was saying I, it was great, but it was it was. I was expecting to to come into this with a lot to make fun of, and while it is very very funny, uh, I also enjoyed it a little bit of so, nostalgia. Well, they were yeah. signed to Tommy Boy, also, so you had House of Pain, you had Cypress Hill, so it it's basically like a mini Everlast video. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it. it it's it, a House of Pain video. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of was a little Beastie <laughs> Boys, House of Pain. Yeah, I mean the hooligans. Yeah, yeah. So they, I mean, they're they have the ABC rhyme flows and things like that, yeah. and then it's just like, but yeah, they met as uh, they met in in Beverly Hills, the tough Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, the mean streets. Because I had a lot of friends. The mean streets of Rodeo. Yeah, because like you said, '90s nostalgia, and like every kid I knew had money. They had like the turntables and mics and all this other stuff, and I'm like. And they didn't necessarily have the the talent, but they had the money. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I picked that. Like these guys had money, and that's that was why, definitely yeah. Alchemist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were the Taylor Swift of their day. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, man. Like, okay, I, have you ever been to Beverly Hills? Either, either you guys been been no. out there? I I went out to L.A. back in like 2012, and we took a like tour, like through like hollywood and and up into beverly hills and we drove down rodeo drive um and got to get out and walk around a little bit you had to be let into the stores you can't just walk into louis vuitton you can't just walk into you 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 either they have to either acknowledge and know who you are up front like you have to have like some sort of knowledge with them or like you have to be an undeniable celebrity or have an appointment to be let in and yeah and uh like well, and I would assume that they probably had a big problem with a bunch of Midwestern uh, tourists coming in to just look at $5,000 shirts. And, you know, one guy gets a mustard cha- mustard stain on a, you know, Louis Vuitton handbag and you ruin it for everybody. But And paparazzis just walking in and out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Oh, that makes sense. That too as well. And uh, And so, yeah, we drove past like Gucci. We drove past... Um, and, and every car parked like the like the lowest like 
price car that we saw that saw there was just like a high price Audi. Like it was like like that was the cheapest car. There were Bentleys and Maseratis and shit all along the street, and like a lot of the windows are like reflective from the outside, so you can probably look from the inside out, but you can't look from the outside in. And uh, yeah, dude, it's 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 a it's a whole new world down there. But also they have like super like crazy expensive um, like lights that like look like they barely even like they look super old, but also like very new. Like they don't run on obviously like oil or anything, but they look like they'd be an oil lamp. It's like insane. The houses were huge. Drove past Usher's house and that thing was like a, a museum. It was like, it had three entrances and like a road around back and like, you know, they, 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 and they, you know, we're all gated. Every house around there is gated, but there's a whole map of stars houses, like the stars that allowed star map. Have, yeah. It's a star map. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. I saw, uh, although one night the the one night I was in, uh, L.A. We stopped at the uh, um, the Rainbow Cafe, which is a famous uh, restaurant there on the Sunset Strip. A lot of stories about like bands when they would get done at the Viper Room or the Whiskey a Go Go or something like that. They would finish up and then go to the Rainbow Cafe, and um, it was like I don't know a block down from the Comedy Store on the Sunset Strip. And we go in there, and we, me and my mom, have one dinner. And we see all at this one dinner in this restaurant, we see, I can't remember his name, but he was head coach of the uh, Oakland Raiders at the time. We see okay. uh, one Zach Bagans from Paranormal, uh, Paranormal uh, what, what's it called? The uh, uh, Ghost Adventures, that's it. Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. Ron Jeremy uh, sitting like across the way. Did he have his lo- dick out? Uh, no. Yeah. Um, but so, it's it, disappointing. It, but and then... Um, as we're walking out, we see Puddle of Mud roll up, and I knew it was Puddle of Mud because the license plate on the front said uh, P-D-L-O-M-U-D-D, and then the guy had the window down, and it was that really ugly guy that sings for him. And uh, I, I almost was like, blurry, but like I didn't want <laughs> to be weird. Uh, but yeah, so I kind of rambled on about, uh, about L.A. But yeah, g- going back to Beverly Hills, you probably didn't see much on those streets. High prices. But you know, you still had a had someone, uh, you know, handing you a hot dog with kindness. I heard so. they're trying to make everything in California like Beverly Hills, and uh, uh, if everything's like Beverly Hills, nothing's like Beverly Hills. Well, they're they're just trying to make everything high end. Oh yeah. No, I thought you meant like we're, it's called gentrification. I thought it meant we can always look out, but that you can't look in. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that was a nice thing that I was like, man, think about that is like. So they can't see how well you're doing on the inside. But yeah. you'd be like, oh, stop that person from coming over here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want anyone wearing Adidas's coming in, in here. <laughs> we don't want you and your Nikes. Just get out. How long before Prada sells like uh, Confederate flag shirts or Gucci? <sighs> Pro- <laughs> it, it, it's probably going to become novelty here in a few years. The, rapper, it's be the like- rappers start wearing it. Yeah. Oh my god. That would be irony. That would be hilarious. Dude. Imagine Nappy Roots comes out with an album with a well, If that happens, we're in a fucking simulation and I don't want to hear shit from anybody else. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Yeezy's yeah. got a Confederate flag on the back. Oh, I'm sure yeah. he would. Yeah. That's, I don't I don't think that makes a different simulation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, uh where are we at here, BJ? Uh well past. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up. We uh are going to end on one of uh, my favorite songs. I love this song, Nick's Call. Um, Seem uh, to fit. 
Yeah, uh, Rage Against the Machines, Bulls on Parade. Um, Nick, where the where can the people find you? In Oaks Five Facebook, In Oaks Fifty Five on Instagram. All right. You can email the podcast at, at Uncle Buck's podcast or at Uncle Buck's house at gmail.com. You can find the podcast at Uncle Buck's podcast or at Uncle Buck's cast on Twitter. You can find me at Uncle Buck's house. Um, and also, trivia is back at Kettletop Brew House. Um, we're able to open up some more of the capacity. Trivia is back. Comedy will be coming back. Live music is coming back July 9th. We've got Levi Driscoll, um, who will uh, be on the podcast at some point in the future and uh, will not be a free show for much longer. Um, yeah. so, and we have guests coming. Yeah, we yeah, we've got a few guests guest. uh, booked up. And uh, so stick around, tell your friends, share with all your friends, and, um, you know, we love you. And uh, we want you guys to be happy. We want you guys to to feel some joy. Um, in these uncertain times, I know we don't always talk about the 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 most joyous of things, but uh, we try to do it with a smile on our face to bring one to yours. So, um, love y'all. Later. Toodaloo, motherfucker.